Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. So far, Ooh. we've we had a peace brokering with uh, Jerks and Profar. Yeah. We talked to Stephen Wilson, Kyle Higashioka, and now uh, joined by Padres starting pitcher Michael King. Welcome to the Benham Woods program. Good to have you. Appreciate you having me. That's it's great. our pleasure, man. Now we have to, we're a little bit nervous because we had you, we know you just did a walk and talk with Jesse Agler. Yep. he is a professional. He's so good. We he are is not. so smooth. Yeah, but the good thing is is we don't know what he asked you, and the audience doesn't know what he asked you because he hasn't posted it yet. That's a good point. So you let us know after who did better, okay. us or Jesse, okay. who made you feel more comfortable. Okay, all, all right. right. I'll let you know. All right, good. Uh, speaking of feeling comfortable, uh, first time Cactus League with the Padres yesterday. How'd you feel in uh, your outing yesterday against the Guardians? Yeah, felt good. I. Uh... Worked well with Campy. Um, I feel like we were just able to get ahead of the count, so it makes it a much easier game when you're 0-1 on everybody. Um, and I felt like we were on the same page for, for the most part, uh, executed both sides of the plate, so I felt really good. So it's going to be interesting for you. We were talking off the air about the ball will fly here a little bit, jumps off the bat, the, you know, you're going to love San Diego. <laughs> you're going to love San Diego, man. The marine layer, especially. You, you, uh, you keep the ball down in San Diego, you're going to have great, great success because, uh, you know, go ask Manny and Toddy and Xander how hard they have to hit it to get it out in April, May, and sometimes June uh, in, in San Diego. So just know that going in, 
you're gonna have a great first three months. Looking forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely that that dry, thin air the ball carries here a little bit. So I, I'm trying to keep the ball on the ground as much as I can. Here. For sure. And you got a really good defense behind you That's as true. well. So um, it, it, it's fun. And I know you know. Listen, there's there's a lot of adjustments that have to be made when you. Join a new organization. Uh, you got to meet all the new players. You got to come to a new spring training facility. How's it gone for you so far? Honestly, I, I think it's been a much easier transition because of the pitching camp that we did in, June, in January. Um, I know Musgrove put it on, so I'm super appreciative of him. Not only just to meet a couple of the pitchers, but the staff too. And I didn't have to come in and learn 200 people's names. Yeah. You know, I, I had a good week to really get to get to know all these guys. And um, it's been a much easier transition because I, I didn't come into a spring training complex not knowing where I am and, and who I'm with. Sure. I, had, I knew exactly who I was with and just had to kind of learn the ropes here. Give me your impressions of Joe. Uh, he's an icon in San Diego. No, no, Joe. No, no, from, Joe. From, from San Diego through the first no-hitter. I mean, I was it's a, a Padres fan growing up. It's like, am I ever going to see a no-hitter in my lifetime? I've cheered for this team for 48 years. <laughs> and I was like, was it ever going to happen? And Joe finally did it. And, He's such he's such a good dude, good in the community. I think it'd be hard to pitch in your hometown the way he does. What have your been impressions of Joe so far? Yeah, he's incredible. Uh, extremely hard worker. Um, he, he almost makes me feel like I'm not doing enough. And I feel like I do a lot. So um, he's. He, I don't know if I've beaten him to the field yet this this spring. Uh, he's here all the time. And then just talking to him baseball wise, he's such a student of the game, and it's it's great for me because I had my nine starts last year, but. I'm still learning as a starting pitcher, and now I got a guy like Joe that can actually teach me about his routine, his bullpen routine, uh, how he's attacking hitters, what he sees in different swings, why to do something in his second or third time through, and it's something that's like absolutely invaluable to me. When you're, we're talking to Michael King here on Ben and Woods this morning. You know, you, you're talking about um, trying to glean information from the guys that you're you're pitching with, but when you go on the mound, how hard is it to? Are you a thinker out there? Are you constantly going, all right, he, this guy's on deck, and I know that this is what I threw him the last Like, Or are you just sign, go, execute? I'm definitely a thinker. Are you? Um, I also think that that helps me not be nervous when I'm out there. Sure. And I always said, if you're prepared, you're not going to be nervous. Good and point. So if I knew the scouting report through and through, and a guy gets up there, I'm just thinking about the scouting report and knowing that I've seen video on how to get this guy out, how to get this guy swing and miss, how to get this guy to ground out so many times and so now it's just confidence when i'm on the mound and all i gotta do is execute um so i definitely would like to have more information than possible uh i know some guys are like i don't want to think out there that that gets me away from being competitive um but i was taught at a young age that like if you didn't study for the test you're 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 gonna fail the test fair enough i know um, that very well very very well you can't wing you can't just go wing everything in your entire life so uh that that definitely was a, a huge part for me and and i feel like that adds to my competitive nature on the mound uh, you had some interesting comments this week about the role of a starter and, and wanting to throw a lot of innings. Now, uh, we've seen in modern baseball, they are very careful about <laughs> adding to the inning count of a pitcher from the previous year. But you've said you kind of target like 180 innings. You want to do that. What's been the kind of conversations like with uh, Ruben Niebla and, and the coaching staff about what you're going to be allowed to do this year? Well, Ruben said there's going to be no restrictions, um, but they're just going to monitor it. And and now I'm okay with that. They had Seth Lugo last year yep. go from 60 to 150 or whatever it is. And um, so I, I was appreciative. I, he said that we're going to monitor if your arm slot, arm slot starts dropping, if your velocity starts dropping. i got to be communicative about how my body's feeling. And as long as all those things are checking out, then he said you're full go. Um, I know Lugo's best month last year was in September. And so it's like a guy that has never pitched that much had his best month with all these innings on his arm. So 
Um, I think it's great that I'm in the situation that I'm in because they just did it last year. Um, but I, I feel like there should be no restrictions. I'm going to make sure that I take care of my body and make sure that I'm, I'm healthy enough to do it. What is the uh, what is the routine between starts? I'm always fascinated uh, with position players, and you know we we heard hear stories about Manny. Um, you know he hurt his ankle. He was like on the table for four hours a day, just trying to get out on the field, man. And and but if you're healthy, you have a you throw six innings. What's the next day? The next day after that look like for you? A lot of guys are different. Um, I'm a day two bullpen guy. Okay. I like to throw sometimes 50 pitches in a bullpen if I'm working on something. Um, and I don't want to do that on day three like most, I'd say, starters do, just because then I'm sore on day five when I got to actually go. Yeah. So um, day one for me is it's like a bike flush, uh, get a little bit of cardio in there, uh, very light throwing and a lower body lift. Um, day two is my bullpen day with an upper body lift and a lot of shoulder care. Um, day three is a mobility day for me. Um, and then day five is really just sprints. Yeah. And so you're doing something every day to, to make sure that you're, you're still progressing. But it, I think it's a lot of trial and error throughout the beginning part of your career. Um, and I've just always had success with day two bullpen and building my routine around that. Got Michael King here with this uh, Padres pitcher on Bennett Woods. Now, uh, you come over from the Yankees organization. And you were from New York. Were you a Yankees fan growing up? So this is a this is a story. Um, so I was born in upstate New York, yeah. but um, moved when I was six months old. So I don't remember New York at all. Um, and then found myself in Rhode Island, and that was the only place that I actually remember from four years old on. And my dad's from Boston, my mom's Sox. from New York, and so my dad raised me to be a Boston everything fan. And in 2003, when the Red Sox played the Yankees in the ALCS, um, my dad had tickets to one of those games. Got rained out, rescheduled to a ga- to a day that he had to work. So he gave the tickets to my mom and told me to go. And oh. my mom's a diehard Yankee. Her favorite player is Mariano Rivera. The Yankees win. I now come home from that game like the Yankees Big are the best team in the world. Oh, my <laughs> oh. God. And Your dad's I just, just. I remember my dad laying on the couch. And he, he, oh, this is even worse. He gave me $20 to buy a souvenir at the, at, and it was at Fenway. And. I come home and he's laying on the couch and I just can totally, I can still picture it. And I got a Yankee hat on as I turn around the corner and he starts stabbing himself. In the <laughs> he's, like, no. he's like, no, I failed. You broke my heart. He's like You've equally mad heart. at my mom as he is at me. <laughs> and because I'm in that rebellious little kid state, sure. I loved it and wanted to be even more of a Yankee fan. So I'm a Yankee fan, but then I'm a, a, a Celtics fan. <laughs> I <know>. Celtics, <laughs> Boss, like Bruins, Patriots. So yeah, oh yeah. But it was a dream come true playing for playing in the pinstripes because from seven years old on, I was I was a Yankee. Yeah, fan. you're too young for when they broke our heart in 1998 <laughs> in the World Series. Yeah, yeah you probably yeah. about two back then. So, but yeah. your, your dad, when you got drafted by the Yankees. I was drafted by the Marlins. Uh, Marlins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when you went to the Yankees, and and he was a huge Yankee fan then at that point. And I'm not kidding. He was the first one of my family that's a Red Sox fan. Even friends, because I'm from Rhode Island, everybody's a Red Sox fan. Um, He was the first one to to totally jump ship. And it was my mom's line, but he kind of coined it as his. uh, Blood runs thicker than dirty water. Ah, Oh, that's really, really good. good. Yeah, Yeah, my dad went to Notre Dame. I'm a huge Notre Dame fan. I went to Boston College. Oh, yeah, already. (laughs) But, like, if my kid got picked up to go play college baseball at USC, fight on. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just how it goes. <laughs> that's like, how it is. That's how it is, man. Uh, man, we're, we're super excited to have you here. Um, so the, the 
not that you're ever comfortable, right? Uh, you, you're never comfortable. You don't seem like a guy that's like, no, I'm just going to cruise and see how it goes. Um, <laughs> you, it feels like you know you got a rotation spot locked up with the San Diego Padres. Uh, the competition's pretty fierce with the guys behind you. Um, tell us about some of your you, the guys that are working for those maybe the fourth and fifth spots. Some of the guys you came over with too. There's some pretty good arms there. Great arms, yeah. I mean, uh, Brito and Vasquez are two young guys that I think have a ton of upside. I don't know if you've seen uh, – you probably saw Vasquez a couple days ago pitch. His stuff is absolutely electric. Um, once he figures out, like, sequences and, and learning swings and, re- and reading hitters, he's going to be an elite starter. Brito is almost already there. He, he has such a good feel for his command, where his, where his body's moving. Um, and it's another thing is, like you said, you got to think on the mound a little bit. you got to know who's on deck. you got to know the, the situation. And, um, like – this kid out there is, is already doing it, and they're both mid twenties. It's it's really it's really impressive. That's awesome. You mentioned uh, pitching with uh, Campy yesterday. You came over with a catcher. We had Kyle Gashioka on earlier, but they, he can't just be the personal catcher for all the Yankees. You've got to be able to. You've got to be able to. <laughs> but he kind of has. He caught both Brito and Vasquez. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Higgy, what are we doing here, dude? You got to meet. You got to learn everybody else. But I have not thrown to Higgy yet, okay. which is actually a good thing because I've thrown to Higgy for the last six years. Sure. So he knows me, and and I'm fine. Going to Campy for a little bit and trying to learn Campy. How hard is that to, to have a, a new catcher back there and and getting on the same page and knowing the mannerisms and he needs to know you yeah. as well. He's got to put in the work as well. And I think it can be hard unless you have a catcher that's willing to learn. And I had a, it was an awesome conversation with Campy the other day. I said in between innings, I'm going to go over basically every time I shook you off. Um, the next three hitters that we're about to face and how I want to attack these guys. And I said, but I but trust me, I get it. You got another job. You got to hit. I'm not going to like totally take away all your time. And he was like. You kidding me? I'll be all right hitting. Like I want to have these conversations. He's all like, the time. I can hit, bro. Don't worry about my hitting. I'm, you've seen me hit. I can hit. But having <laughs> a guy that's so willing to do that and yeah, sacrifice his prep work to hit to just learn me in spring training was was awesome to hear. So I, I really can't wait to continue those conversations and and develop a great relationship with him. He, this dude, when you're done, you can you're just gonna broadcast. You go straight from <laughs> yeah, the oh thing yeah. right to just. There's certain guys that come in, they grab the mic. You're like, oh, this guy's gonna be after our jobs here in a few years, man. Not, my dad was an anchor, you know. I got. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. We heard that. So <laughs> Ben, right, yeah. So Ben, we do the morning radio show, and then he does sports on TV at night. He's actually quite. It, he works like 18 hour days. Okay, that's no, why he doesn't golf anymore. That's right. Yeah. No human alive works mornings and nights, but he does. Uh, your dad was a was an anchorman on on local news. Uh, yeah, that's, that's I was born in upstate New York because he was bouncing around up up there, and then uh, got the head job in Minneapolis, the like six and eleven o'clock news in, in Minneapolis, and then got it in Providence. So he's got the the whole background. And my mom worked as a director of communications for a high school for me, and she was in PR with Malt. So she, they oh, love the media. So oh, I, they love the media. I've Great. Been, I've I know been... the six and eleven lifestyle. I've been doing the six and eleven for a long time. Here last go. night from here, I get from here out in Arizona. There you go. Yeah, it's, um, it's it's good to have another one in the family. But Michael, <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. Really appreciate it. Good luck this season. We'll be Thank you. Certainly rooting for you. We'll get on the golf course sometime and have a match. Uh, do you of mind course. signing our, our bat? We're doing it for our, our listeners here. Of course. Well, you guys are both. You in. guys are both five handicaps. Yeah. Um, Could be a good match. Big, big money match. Big money match. Well, it's I Ben. He doesn't I, do a lot of big money. Well, anything. I mean, you know. <laughs> but Michael hasn't gotten his first big contract yet. I'm sure that's coming. <laughs> Looking forward to it. But when he does, I will not be able to compete in the big money matches. Michael, he buys his jeans at Costco. Yeah. Just that's that's a that's a real thing. And his gas, shoes, and everything else. I'm a dad. Uh, you know, full Costco <laughs> lifestyle at this point. Hey. Got two boys, 20 and 18 now. So nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> not a, not a deal. 
Fantastic. <laughs> thank you so much for your time, it was man. A pleasure to meet you. Wish you the best. Yeah, thank you, guys. Michael King, awesome. uh, Padres pitcher with us here on Ben and Woods. Uh, we're going to take a timeout, check traffic. We'll be right back with more live from Padres spring training in Peoria. Don't go anywhere. It's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks again to Michael King, a very dynamic and engaging fellow, uh, sure to become a fan favorite. Probably a Mrs. Woods favorite, if we're being honest. Sandy Let's... Hit piercing blue eyes, by well, they? Yeah, she's not a big blue eye fan. Really? Yeah, she doesn't like the, the, the blue eyes. Who doesn't like blue eyes? My wife. That's it. I love blue eyes. My wife has blue eyes. Yeah, she's not. She, she thinks uh, men with blue eyes are psychotic. Really? Yeah, just men. What color are Jake Cronenworth's eyes? I think brown. Really? Yeah, like mine. Mine are brown. Both my kids. Yeah. Brown is the most common eye color. Now, yours are light. They have a little bit of a green Do they? to them, though. They're not it's, completely brown. Mine, are, the mine are more of a darker brown. beating on my face That's right probably now. too true as well. We're getting a little scorched here this morning. <laughs> not quite as pleasant as yesterday. Not bad. No, not bad. It's warm. It's, it's comfortable. Let's be um, honest. We needed the color. We so. forgot to ask Michael King to evaluate our performance vis-a-vis Jesse Agler's interview that he conducted a few moments before i don't know that i really wanted the answer a, to that question though so I'm afraid to know the kind answer of, kind of fine not knowing now jesse sourced some of his questions on social media yesterday yeah we don't do that he said hey send me some questions we do our own work exactly we don't source <laughs> questions on twitter I yeah i saw i saw Stephen a smith does that so Stephen a smith who's yeah. Multi, 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 multi millionaire. That's the weirdest question. Well, now. he does, but. What he, was this morning? What's your favorite seasoning and sauce? So, but he'll do like. <laughs> so he does his shows. He does, what does he do? He's basically does, the topic wheel. He does a TV does, show, yeah. right? And then he'll go like, hey, I'm doing a podcast tonight. Uh, send me anything you want me to talk about. I'm like, isn't that your job to prepare 
and plan your own podcast? It's an AMA, and Ask Me Anything. <laughs> He's essentially doing a Reddit That's bit. different than Ask Me Anything. <laughs> I mean, it's like, hey, uh, what do you guys want to talk about today? Floor is yours. I mean, it's kind of our job to keep the train moving, is it not? Yeah, well, we don't always do a great job we of don't. it. We don't. I'll like it be is honest a, with it's you. It's our responsibility to try to keep this, uh, this ship plowing forward. I, I take great pride in the fact that... Uh, you know, listen, we'll, we'll certainly, if you have a good idea, we'll use it. But, you know, I can't imagine just tweeting out, all right, we're on tomorrow, 6 to 10. Whatever you guys want to talk about, let us know. <laughs> I do take great pride in that, Benjamin. You can listen to Sam Levitt's podcast, Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam covering everything going on with the Padres in spring training. He's already been here over two weeks. Probably getting a little stir-crazy now at this point. Uh, you can find Sam Levitt's podcast at 97.3thefansd.com, the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. We saw Sammy a little bit earlier this morning. I assume he is now at work in the clubhouse. Paulie's in the clubhouse uh, looking for more guests. I know uh, Joe Musgrove is uh, supposed to stop by. we got about an hour and a half left here. to, uh, But people are already they're already getting to work here as well yeah. uh, this morning. Got pitchers on the mound. Fritzy, I some, look uh, at Fritzy out there, hands-on training, keeping the guy's hip back. I think, is that Johnny Brito right there that he's working with? I think with? it is, yeah. yeah. Looks like he's working with Brito. Um yeah, it's it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see uh, the guys out there getting their work in. There's a lot that goes into this out here, man. There is a lot that goes into this. A lot of work. I, I mean, essentially, you know, you're working individually with every single person out here is going to need individualized yeah. attention, and you can't you can't really forget about anyone. I you mean, can't. even like you know, non-roster invitees who have very little chance to make the team. If you're not giving everyone the full chance and full attention. You're going to miss out on someone, and they're going to go to another organization. And you're like, we had that guy. Why, why isn't he doing this for us? Well, we didn't really, we didn't work with him enough at spring training. We didn't give him enough of a fair opportunity. You got to, you got to evaluate every player out here. Give them the best opportunity to succeed, and uh, and that's what you do. Sammy, come here. Sammy, spring training. Right, Sam, Sammy is uh, he just emerged from the clubhouse? The great Sam Levitt, senior. Uh, joins us here this Let's morning. Let's turn on the microphone. On, on I, got, I think you're on now. Am I? Yes, yeah, you good. are. Sam, testing, testing, one, two, three. Sam Levitt, Sr., I uh, wanted to commend you on on uh, the way you handled the young man yesterday <laughs> that, uh, that that had the imitation of, of you. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was really good. He's probably like 11 years old. It was really good. Considering the age, he had the cadence down, the mannerisms down, the voice. I don't know. He's a kid. You think the it voice was, pre- is a kid. was pretty good? Pretty good. Man. It was wow. pretty good. Enough. It's a. It's enough of a of a of an homage to make you go. He was very good, very and good. I appreciate it. No, he was great. If we see him today, if he's out here today, oh my God, please. We have to. We have to find a way to get us both on video. The most jarring thing about that yesterday was, I think, and I do want to clear up any misconceptions. I think there were people that thought when you wrote Sam Levitt Jr. They, and they heard the impression that it actually was your son. It's my child. No. Yeah. I do not have any children. No cho- that is not my child. No children well, that you so know. Any misconceptions out there. You can offer uh, a youth something that the two of us cannot. And that is TikTok viral ability. Correct. That you know you could possibly put him on TikTok and he become the same kind Bro, of that's sensation. A really good idea. That I you could. are. I could. Um, if we see him today, we're going to have to work on something. Put him on TikTok. Put him on Instagram. I got to okay, find need, out. We sh- how, how did we not get him to say, and with and that. And with that. <laughs> God. 
to be honest with you, I, 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 they said he did a Sammy Levitt uh, impersonation. I said, well, bring him over here. I didn't have any Expectations questions. Expectations were pretty low. Yeah, they were. I didn't have any questions prepared. And you saw me at one point just Whoa. staring at him. <laughs> right. Just like, I cannot believe you were, what I'm seeing. I, I saw was, it. I, I saw was, it. You were frozen. You're like, what do I ask next? <laughs> but it was more of like, I was just staring. This is unbelievable. Like, I can't believe what I'm seeing right well, now. Well, it's just the, the whole concept of there would be somebody out here yeah. with a prepared Sam Levitt impression. He, that's the best is, part. Is yes. he just winged it? It's crazy in and of itself. Really, really good, man. Yeah. Really, it was really funny. Good. Uh, so, what's going what, on? What's in it, the did you get his name? What is his actual uh, I had name? It is yesterday. Sam Levitt Jr. Sam Levitt Jr. <laughs> what's going on phone? in the clubhouse? Uh, leave uh, it in there for a little while. Anyone normal talk stuff. to you today? No, you know what? I I haven't really talked to anybody today. My new thing <clears> this spring, honestly, and I I have talked to guys inside the clubhouse. But I've really tried to talk to them outside. So prep them, say, hey, do you mind if I pull you for an interview when, when you come off the field today? I just find it's, it's I can be on camera sometimes, makes for better video. So I'm, I'm doing a little bit of both. But I'm trying to set things up and then put it on guys' radars and I, grab them when they come off the I field. I do think players, when they're in the clubhouse, are more self-conscious yeah. of what is heard by their teammates. I, I think that is and, a very... And they're a little more yeah. careful because you don't want to say the wrong thing in front of your peer group. Yeah. Not that you're saying the wrong thing in an interview as well, but it, we're all, you know, we're all kind of the same creatures. You don't want to be embarrassed. You want to make sure that... I like yeah. to be embarrassed. No one held something <laughs> against you. So it's a little... Max, by the way. Max? Max. Okay, Max. great. He just crushed that. Thank and you, Max. I'm trying to find out if they're still here. Because <laughs> uh, if they are, I need, I need that collab... <laughs> Uh, to well, we can always get them back. Yeah, bring them to uh, the ballpark. No, that's a. It's a good point, Ben. That's a. I think amongst the media, something that sometimes I, I've certainly heard people talk about is that sometimes you can get a little bit better answers outside the clubhouse because a couple of things, especially here at spring training. Number one, you guys know this. It's so early. I mean, today was a later clubhouse. We've had open clubhouses this spring, and this same thing last spring. At 7.30, yeah. and quite frankly, sometimes I feel bad going up to guys at 7.30 when they've just arrived and saying, hey, let's do a 10-minute interview. I wouldn't want to do an interview at that time. So there's that. And also, like, when you're in the clubhouse and you're around your teammates, you know, maybe you're a little bit more shy, especially if you're a younger guy. Well, you get the cliche factory yeah, will happen there. Yeah. It's like, no, it's one game I at a time, I do think man. it gets a little looser when you get outside there. So... I've tried to make it a, a mix of both. And, and maybe it's my imagination, but it feels like Mike Schilt is, is trying to get a little more done maybe this spring, partially because they're leaving early, yeah, partially because sure. I just think that's his his meticulous kind of nature that, that they have a little more scheduled. They've got a little bit more in their days here to make sure everyone gets the amount of work in that, that is needed before they get on a plane for Korea now in, what, two weeks from tomorrow? Right that they're going to be leaving. Well, it's something that I talked to you guys about in the last couple of weeks that, you know, we heard about Mike Schilt when he got the job, how detail-oriented he is. And it's something that I think has been really clear this spring training. It's something that guys have talked about, the efficiency in which they do stuff. And also, and, and I think I told you guys this a couple of weeks ago, I, I just find that Mike Schilt, and maybe you'll you'll talk about it later with him at P.F. Chang's, yes, if that's sir. going on. I just happening. find he's out there a lot. Yeah. Like, he is on the field, every backfield. If there's a backfield of minor leaguers doing drills a week and a half ago, he was out there. The communication, you just see him around a lot. And that's not to say that Bob Melvin wasn't around. I mean, he was. But I just notice it with Mike Schilt. Like, whether it's superstars or minor leaguers, he's out there and he's constantly communicating. So, 
Um, look, it's been impressive so far, the level of communication, um, the details. He, he pay, I mean, you talked to him yesterday. He just, he just kind of has that people feel. Sure. You really get that 100%. sense. And I think yeah. it goes back to what I was saying earlier. You, every team is going to hit and miss on certain guys. Not everyone's going to pan out. But the one real crime is to have a talented player in your camp, like in the minor leagues, and you didn't see it. You right. didn't develop it. You let him go, and he went and blossomed somewhere else. That, that to me, is the, the biggest crime you can commit as a baseball organization. 100%. Yeah. Um, you know, look, obviously this team is relying on a lot of young guys to come up and produce, and that could very well be this year and be early this year. So the young guys are really important. I thought the story that Mike Schilt told yesterday it's about awesome. Albert Pujols was it. awesome. I loved it. Can't wait um, for more of those. Speaking of young guys, I, I saw, and we just saw him a, a handful of minutes ago, uh, you know, I saw Homer Bush Jr., Dude. Dylan Head, Sammy Zavala out there. So those guys are here now where they're going to have that uh, the, the spring prospects game after the team leaves for Korea. So I'm looking forward to that. Homer and Bush seeing them. big. Yeah. Big. Yeah, tall. 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 I remember his dad. I remember his dad played. I don't remember. I mean, he. I think it feels like he's a foot taller than his dad. I mean, really. Like, he is a big, big dude. Right. Imposing. So it's a good reminder when you see those guys, and there's been a lot of talk about how deep the Padres system is. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of focus right now on Merrill and Marcy and Paulie, rightfully so, but... I do think getting some other guys here the last week or so, Lesko, who threw a bullpen yesterday, Bush, Head, um, Zavala, it just reminds you that that there are some guys that they feel really confident in, not just for this year, but you know, in, in the years to come as well. So it's good to see. Love seeing those guys. I feel like if I just kept repeating Bush and Head, you would point it out I somehow. Would. I would have. I let, let Sammy, Sammy just, just get right away with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Sam, appreciate it. Good to see you again this morning. Keep up the good work. This sun is tough. It's getting it's, a little bright I'm, right This now. is going to be a tough couple hours I'm, for you. I'm roasting. Yeah. yeah. We're, uh, if you I see any sunscreen, <laughs> send it our way. Please. I, I really I, have. I, 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 I face sunscreen yeah. and, and spray. Thank if you need it, let me know. Thank you. Please. I would love that. We'll get screened up, take a little break. We'll come back, uh, hopefully blocked from the sun, and uh, we've got some regular features to get to as well, including uh, play a little Padres SAT, qualify a listener for a trip to Las Vegas. Uh, Don't Do This is still on the way as well. So it's all coming up with Ben Woods, live from Padres Spring Training in Peoria on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This guy's been one of our Odyssey colleagues. Yes. Uh, we've talked to about the uh, Baseballs and Boring podcast with Rob Bradford. He's here today in Padres Camp. I think we're going to bring him on uh, at the top of the hour coming up uh, before we get out of here today. Uh, Paulie said tomorrow is going to be an absolute oh my God. red letter day yep. in the uh, history of Men and Woods. <laughs> Maybe you don't stay up till midnight watching the Aztecs blow <laughs> out a team by 40 and be dialed tomorrow for the lineup of all lineups. So, Manny told us yesterday he'll stop by yep. tomorrow. He's always our closer. We yep. always have him on yep. the last day. We already day. know. He's last day. He's not a first-day guy. I just talked to Joe Musgrove. He's getting a little work done. Sure. Uh, so, he will join us tomorrow. Okay. Perfect. I've been told that the seed has been planted in his mind. Okay. That one Fernando Tatis Jr. Beautiful. It's been a will while. join us tomorrow. I wonder if he still remembers the handshake. <laughs> We'll have I'm going to see. I'm gonna have to review video to see if I remember the handshake. Yeah, you don't. Enough. You and don't. then uh, we are still working on Xander Bogarts as well. Okay. It's going to be a, a hell of a lineup. I thought that's there was a, one more, too. That's a, that's a big day. Oh, and uh, Jackson Merrill tomorrow. And Jackson oh, Merrill man, tomorrow. I'm excited about that Ooh, one for sure. Mama. Mr. 20-year-old brimming with confidence Jackson Merrill as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, the last day is always chaos oh and pandemonium when we get out here. Uh, looking forward to it. But it's been a really good second day here as well. It's been awesome today. Um, about to do the Mike Schilt newser, so we got everyone over here. While they do that, why don't we get a contestant on the line, put a little uh, Padres SAT, get our questions going, try to qualify a listener for the trip to Las Vegas. Uh, coming up, give us a call, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Quickly, Just, hang on. One, uh, yeah. Jesse, what did you get on your SATs? Yeah. He's, uh, he was a verbal, higher, more Why verbal won't you tell that. me the number? All right, what was yours? <laughs> Fourteen ten. Better or worse? Oh, lower. Okay, good. Oh wow, I got a nine eighty. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> How did Michael like... King interview go? We, we had to compete. We oh, yeah. just did him as well. Good. Yeah. You think you're looking for yours, that content coming yours, up? Yours was better than ours. It's probably. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm Fair sure enough. it was good. He got to walk and talk, which is great. So, all right, you can look for that Jesse oh, Agra content Levin. a little bit later. Sammy's delivering. Um, Sammy, sit down again. I'm sorry. You have like two minutes? Yeah. All right. Uh, give him the microphone. We uh, Everyone pointed out in the chat, we got to the end of the show yesterday, and we cut you off. You were about to t- tell us a great Brett Sullivan story, <laughs> and we never well, got not- to it. So, I mean, just the personality of Brett okay. Sullivan that we had no idea. So, and I haven't, I want to be very clear, I have not talked to Brett about this yet this spring. But, oh, here's the sunscreen, Spray. yes. Um, and I've got face sunscreen here, too. Um, what... What I was getting at is this. I remember, or, or really any time that Brett Sullivan has come up from AAA and joined the Major League Clubhouse, so many guys come over to talk to him. He's just constantly talking to guys, joking around with guys. Like, it is very clear to me that Brett Sullivan is an extremely popular guy inside the clubhouse and inside the organization. And the point I was making yesterday was that, you know, people gravitate towards Woodsy here. People seem to gravitate towards Brett Sullivan. It's something I want to talk to him about because I'm telling you, I have never seen 
when he made his major league debut, so yeah. many guys light up in it's a wild. clubhouse as when Brett Sullivan walked in. He is really popular, like really, really popular. That's so cool. And I got I got to talk to him about it because he talks to everybody, but he's a catcher, you yeah. know, like to me. And again, I haven't asked him about it, but like he screams like future Future manager broad- to me. Oh, future manager. Or broadcaster. Or broadcaster. Yeah. You, you know, and it's interesting because they, they've said that Luis Camposano is more of a reserve guy, and he's had to kind of force himself to come out of his shell a little sure. bit to be that catcher personality. But I imagine you have something you can learn from Brett Sullivan if he's a, yeah. a natural magnetic guy and in I, the Padres club. And I haven't, I haven't interviewed him yet. I've said hello to him and chatted a little bit. But uh, Kevin Acey wrote something that was pretty interesting the other day about maybe the Padres trying to – play him in some different spots because he does have experience outside of catcher and um it's left he's a left-handed bat yeah could be useful right so interesting something to keep in mind if you swing it lefty you have a decent have you guys ever talked to him no i think you'd love him i bet we would i really do we that's those are our usually our guys say hello to him if you you see him yeah i think you'll really like him. absolutely i would take sully in the second or booty as they call him that's his nickname (laughs) booty all right, thank you, Sammy. Thank you, yep. Sammy. We, we got Mike Schultz uh, talking here in a second. Schultz yeah. coming out. Uh, You'll well, see the show. While you're doing that, we're going to play a little Padres SAT. We'll do that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we had a winner yesterday. Let's see if we can get another one today. we got Mac on the line. Mac, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're good. good. We're, we're good. Roast, All right, so, we're roasting, but we're good. So here's what you're playing for. Uh, if you can get four of our seven Padres SAT questions correct, you will qualify for our grand prize drawing of a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas and two tickets to Air Supply. Heard Air Supply in the car last night while I was going to get dinner after you guys had settled in for the night. What song? Uh, uh, I'm All Out of Love, of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 Their number one hit, right? Uh, they'll be performing May 31st and June 1st at the International Theater at the Westgate. You can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Or you can win right now here, Mac, by getting four out of seven right. Day two of our Padres SAT, and it focuses this time on players from the past. So I will give you seven multiple-choice questions. You get four of them right. You will be our winner today. You ready to play, Mac? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right, this one should be fairly easy. Question number one. In a listing of every Padres player in the history of the franchise, who comes first alphabetically? Is it A, Austin Allen, B, C.J. Abrams, or C, Sean Abner? Austin Allen. That is incorrect. A, B comes before A, L, even though the Austin is an A. It's always by last name. So Sean Abner comes first in the alphabetical listing. how did you do on your SATs? (laughs) Uh, I scored pretty well, but... All There's right, no yeah. alphabetization in the SATs. Alphabetization. Alphabetization. Just made that word up. Alphabetiz- alphabetizing. <laughs> alphabetization. <laughs> I don't know if that is a word or not. All right, question number two, Mac. Which name was shared? You can always ask Woods for help as well. Which name was shared by three different Padres players in franchise history? Is it A, Bobby Jones, B, Dave Roberts, or C, Luis Perdomo? Uh, I'm going to go with Bones. Bobby Jones. There was Bobby M. Jones. There was Bobby J. Jones. But they were the only two. There were three Perdomos. There was two Perdomos as well. Yep. Three different Dave Roberts played for the Padres in franchise history, the most recent being the current manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. They do a great job. We need to bounce back a little bit. Question number three. Which baseball Hall of Famer 
never played for the San Diego Padres? Is it A, Phil Necro, B, Greg Maddox, or C, Willie McCovey? Um, go with Phil Necro. Yes. Phil Necro is correct. Yes, both I Maddox. C, McCovey And McCo- McCovey did play oh, here a little man. bit. Actually lived in the same building as my grandparents on Mission Bay. Oh, of course. All right, that's yeah. one Shot correct me. answer. <laughs> We've got uh, question number four here, Padres SAT for Mac. Which one of these future MLB managers once played for the Padres? Is it A, Bobby Valentine, B, Joe Torre, C, Dusty Baker, or D, Lou Pinella? Which one once played for the Padres? Bobby Valentine, Joe Torre, Dusty Baker, Lou Pinella. Mac? Um, let's use the lifeline I'll ask one. Woodsy, what do you think? Give me him again. Bobby Valentine, Joe Torre, Dusty Baker, or Lou Pinella? I'm going to say Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker. Mac, what do you go with? Um, I just know he didn't. So. Oh, he did. Yeah, it's, oh, it's good not, for you. I'll I give you that I, clue. It's not Dusty Baker. So pick one of the other three. Go with Valentine. Bobby V. That is That's correct. Right. Yes, Very he good. was a Padre for a short time. That is too correct. You're back on track. All right, if you get two out of these last three, you will win. Question number five: Which of these former Padres had a Padre dad who also played for the Padres? Which of these former Padres had a dad who played for the Padres? A. Nick Hundley. B, Cal Quantrill, C, Brett Kennedy, or D, Bubba Trammell? Um, I'm all out of life five. No, yeah, you can use as many as you want. No, you're you don't out. want to. No, Twist doesn't know. That's no, why he doesn't so. want you to ask. Nope, you're out. <laughs> uh, I'll go with uh, Cal Quantrill. Cal Quantrill is correct. His oh, dad, Paul, Paul Quantrill. Dang played for the Padres. Very good. All right, one more correct, and you are our winner. Who is the only Padres player in franchise history with a last name beginning with the letter Z? Is it Mike Zunino, Ben Zobrist, or Lance Zawadski? Wood, you got anything? Uh, C. I know this one. He says C. C. Yeah, that's right. C is... Correct. Winner. Lance Zawadzki, as Zunino and Zobris never played for the Potter. That's a winner. That's a winner. Congratulations, okay. Matt. You're qualified for the trip to Las Vegas. Uh, stay on the line, Frankie. You'll get your information back in the studio. Last one for you, Woods. Which of these pitchers never made an opening day start for the Padres? Is it A, Eric Lauer, B, Tim Stauffer, C, Dave Dravecki, or D, Kevin Jarvis? No, Eric Lauer did make a start. Yeah, Dave Dravecki, never our new pal Dave Dravecki actually Sweet never angel. made an opening day start. I think uh, Ed Whitson made one. Ted Tim Lawler made one yeah, back in the Lawler 80s. But uh, yep. Dave Dravecki never made the opening day start for the San Diego Padres. Good job. We'll have one more SAT chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas uh, tomorrow morning. That was hard. People in the chat were like, holy smokes. It was hard. SAT's well, I mean, getting harder. It's multiple choice. I know. And, you know, questions are going to get hard. If it's too easy, then everyone just gets a perfect score. That's and then true. How are you going to determine who actually gets into Padres College? That's true. That's <laughs> if true. everyone gets a perfect score I like the SAT. ACTs better, right? Aren't those <laughs> Did easier? you do the ACTs? No. I didn't do the ACTs. I, no, I didn't. That was the rumor when we were young. Now, did you take any AP tests? 
with no. the written like the essays at no. the end and you had to oh your hand would get so tired you'd have to write like five pages in the book like an essay question i was i, I hated uh, essay questions uh ap tests yeah yeah I, I never took the test because i only took a couple ap classes and i could read the writing on the wall i knew it wasn't going this well this isn't for me and you had to get i think a three out of three five to get college to get credit, college credit. To get i was like at least a three yeah we had all the practice tests and i was getting ones maybe a two another one another one and i'm and like you had to pay like 100 it was, bucks it was 100, to, 150 to, bucks to, to yeah, the test and i go yeah. i'm sorry i'm 16 years old i'm not wasting 150 dollars to not get the college credit yeah so my teacher was pissed i don't know if this will surprise you guys i did not take my academic career all that seriously <laughs> it, just it doesn't FYI. it doesn't shock me but you are a, an intelligent guy well i like to read and verbally and stuff i mean like were you a good essay writer yeah very good see you were a good essay Ridiculously. writer. street Ridiculous. smarts book smarts no i had a lot of books nowadays smarts, but it was books it was not any it was not science it did, was not, now paul did you ever have to write out essays by hand or was it all digital by the time you got to uh, school the blue book the blue book the blue book was yeah they don't do that anymore everything's now typed in and you don't have to do the blue book like i used to do in college i wrote papers for other people school. in college I all the know. time Hand i don't know if i got paid Ooh. no no on the on the, on the laptop com- okay. yeah the computer lab really what yeah. was the going rate for a woods 100 bucks paper 100 yeah. bucks my buddy bobby would pay me a hundred dollars to write his like, papers were you in the class so you already no. knew the subject you so you had to actually cold. learn cold then write yep I think you may have undervalued those services. I think I did, now, actually. I don't know if kids are still learning cursive, but I know, like, in third grade, that was all we did was we learned cursive. how to write in cursive. Yep. I haven't used it since third yeah. grade. Completely I mean, we, useless. We needed it to write our essays yeah. in those blue books because you had to write fast, so you had to keep writing. And I just I remember how sore be gnarly. your arm would yeah. be at the end of one of those essay tests. Well, we had, you know, for every English class, you know, you'd have to write a ton of essays, but... We didn't have laptops and stuff in college, so we actually would go to a computer lab, sign in, mm-hmm. you know, use your student ID, and you'd sit there for seven hours Ooh. firing off papers uh, left and right. I do but, remember AP history. My history teacher was great in high school because he taught it like a college course yeah. where it was just a, a lecture, and he just talked, and we just took notes, took notes. for an hour and a half yep. straight taking notes. And we're like, the first day, we go, this was the worst class ever. And he goes, I'm just telling you, get ready because this is what – that's Every college, college is. seminar is like, That's and exactly he was right. right. Well, I hope I'm not dredging up too many bad memories with our Padres SAT questions <laughs> this week. We'll only do them one more day tomorrow. Let's take a timeout, top of the hour, get our new uh, our Odyssey colleague, Rob Bradford's here. We're going to get him sometime. Uh, Mike Schilt is coming out to speak as well. It's a little behind schedule today. The punctual Mike Schilt already postponed by 15 minutes, and now he's late, too. I wonder what's going on back there. He's busy. He's Never a busy know. man today. It's all coming up with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. Final hour, day two in Peoria, coming up next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.